I want to talk about two upcoming Jewish holidays in the next couple of days. This Shabbos, we celebrate something called Shabbos Shira, the Sabbath of the song. And this refers to the song that Moshe and the Jewish people sang during the splitting of the sea. And the question we have to ask is, why did they sing then? Why didn't they sing when they left Egypt originally? Why did it take seven days for the splitting of the sea for them to actually begin singing? And what in general is the significance of the idea of song? Additionally, next week on Monday, we'll be celebrating the holiday of Tubishvat. Tubishvat is the 15th day of the month of Shvat, corresponds with what's known as the Rosh Hashanah of Ilanos the new year of trees. Now that might sound funny to you that trees have a new year, but in Jewish, the Jewish calendar, anything is possible. So what's the significance of celebrating the new year of trees and why specifically now in the middle of the winter? So let's begin by talking about song. What's the difference between music and noise. You know, when my two-year-old pulls out all the pots and pans from the kitchen and starts banging on them, well, he thinks he's making music. But to everybody else, it's just a bunch of noise. The difference between music and noise is that music has three main elements, and that is melody, rhythm or tempo, and harmony. What do these three things mean? Melody means that there's a certain order to the notes. The high and low points are tied together with a certain theme or pattern. Rhythm means that the notes come in a certain order. And harmony means that the various notes that are happening at the same time are jiving together in a harmonious, beautiful way. So the significance of song at that moment in Jewish history, after surviving and suffering through 210 years of brutal slavery and oppression in Egypt, after witnessing the 10 plagues, and finally after leaving Egypt, and then seeing the entire Egyptian army defeated at the splitting of the sea, finally when the Jewish people left Egypt, they got through to the other side, and then they began to sing. Because in singing, they recognized that everything they had gone through, through all the suffering and the hardships of their enslavement in Egypt, was all part of a master plan. They recognized that the different disconnected notes of their life were actually part of a symphony. There was a melody. It wasn't random notes. The notes had a rhythm, a tempo. They were beating according to the drum of a master 
conductor. And there was a harmony and a unity to the entire story. They recognized that God had been with them and that the suffering they went through was really to get them to the joy they now experienced. That through the darkness comes the light. That through the hardship brings out the greatness within each and every individual. And that, my friends, is the message of Tubishvat. Why are we celebrating Tubishvat, the New Year's of the trees in the middle of the winter, in a time of darkness and cold, when the trees around us seem dead and lifeless? The reality is the Talmud tells us that now is the time when the sap begins to rise up in the tree. The Hebrew word for sap is saraf, which actually is the root of the English word syrup. And it's no coincidence that now in the winter is the time when there's a certain window of time for just a few weeks when is you actually can tap maple trees to collect the syrup. And how is it that the sap begins to rise in the trees during this time? So it actually is a combination of freezing nights and warmer days that take place this time of year that actually create an internal pressure within the tree, within the system of roots and different capillaries and whatever is going on inside the tree. Very complicated system of mechanics that cause the sap to rise. So it's through the cold nights and the, that causes internal pressure, which causes the sap to rise. And in fact, this year, there's been a, an incredible maple syrup shortage in Canada, which is one of the, uh, the, is the largest producer of maple syrup in the world, has actually had to release 22 million uh, containers of maple syrup that they had in storage in order to prevent there from being a shortage in the world because it's been an unusually warm winter and the sap has not started to flow. So what's the significance of this? Is that although the world looks dark, the nights are cold, the trees look dead, the reality is, is that inside it's beginning to be reborn. There's an internal movement that's taking place underneath the surface that through the cold and the dark of the winter comes a certain pressure. But through that pressure comes the growth and the rebirth. And although it looks like the dark of winter outside, the spring is already beginning to take place underneath the surface. And that's really the message of Tubishvat is that through the darkness and the hardship, we have to recognize that the light of hope is just around the corner. And the Talmud tells us that the song that Moshe sang at the splitting of the sea is a reference, an allusion to the song that will be sung at the end of time. That at the end of days, after the Messianic era, when Mashiach comes, the entire world comes together as one to celebrate the unity of mankind in service of the Creator, a time of world peace, as is written on the Isaiah wall outside 
the United Nations, when all mankind will come together and study war no more. At that time, humanity will sing a song. And that will be the song of human history, the song of creation, where we recognize that every moment of our history, both the high points and the low points are all interconnected with a symphony, with a song, with a melody, a harmony, a rhythm that we'll only be able to truly sing and celebrate when we get to the end of the story and we can look back and see how every experience we went through, both the incredible hardships and the suffering and the joy was all part of a greater master plan. I want to wish you all a beautiful Shabbos, Shabbos of song, a beautiful Tubashvat, a time to celebrate the joy and the hope that is on its way just around the corner. Thank you so much for listening. Wishing you all a beautiful Shabbos.